0: Well, good morning, crew. Uh, It's me back again, Robin Waite, the Fearless Business Coach, um, for another episode of the Fearless Business Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about savings, Uh, not as in savings and investments, but making savings within your business. You're listening to the Fearless Business Podcast. You're in the best place to learn about how to grow a business, get more clients, and make more money without fears and limitations, all while having fun in the process. Robin Waite is the founder of Fearless Business, a business accelerator helping coaches, consultants, and freelancers double their income and more. Now here's your host, Robin Waite. Now, many of those who know me know that I'm very hot on pricing and I want everybody to be charging through the roof for their products or services um, so that they can create a better life for themselves. But we are going through uh, tough times at the moment with the recession. I'm not going to dwell on that too much. Um, But one area which a lot of business owners kind of neglect or forget about is um, savings, saving money um, in the overheads and the bottom line, which contributes towards net profit. So if you're overspending, what that means is it's going to erode your net profit and so you won't be as profitable, you won't be able to pay yourself as much money. But I've got one really interesting statistic for you around savings and it goes like this. For every pound that you can save in your overheads or cost of sales, it means that you can sell potentially two or three pounds less of your product or service. Now, let's just give you some examples because that probably doesn't make much sense. So I'll just say it once again. Every pound saved, is like two pounds that you don't have to earn, okay? And the reason, well, I'll give you the reasons first, actually, because that's probably more helpful. And then I'll give you some practical examples of how you can apply this to your business. So the reason it, it works out like this is because for every pound that you earn in your business, you're probably having to give away, if you're VAT registered, 20% straight away to the the VAT man. You've got to put some aside for your corporation tax bill. There'll be personal tax, income tax, which you've got to pay on your drawings from the business. There will be expenses within the business that um, every pound that you earn has to contribute something towards your overheads and potentially cost of sales if you're selling products. So very quickly, every pound that you earn gets eroded um, quite significantly by anywhere up to 40, 50, or even 60% through taxes, expenses, and you name it. So what this means is that for every pound that you can find to save within your business, what that means is you don't have to then earn the two or three pounds to cover that pound of savings, if that makes any kind of sense at all. Let me give you an example. So I was going through um, I, and I do this once a quarter, by the way, I go through and I just tidy up all of everything that I've got digitally. So I go through all of my subscriptions and memberships. I look at my diary. I look at my, my prices, my fees for coaching and various things like that. And I, I just give everything a spring clean. I do it at least once a quarter, if not more regularly than that. And I went through and I looked at some of the expenses that I had in my business and realized that there was some areas of my business where I was massively overspending. And, uh, what I'm, you know, when we're talking about here, you know, even if you made a hundred pounds, for example, worth of savings in software subscription. So I'm currently using a CRM. I uh, don't mind naming. It, it's called Active Campaign. I don't particularly like it that much. I found it to be quite clunky. And since the whole recession COVID thing kicked off, because I'm paying in dollars, it's actually ended up costing me about 50 percent more than it was, um, you know, this time two years ago when I first started working with it. Then I felt well, it's not too terribly expensive. I can probably stomach the the expense. It, it does what I need it to do: a sales pipeline and a, a and a CRM uh, email marketing app. So I kind of tried to work with it. And then just as the pounds you know, deflated against the dollar, um, uh, it's, it's meant that it's just got more and more and more expensive. So I've been looking at alternatives. And I found two alternatives, two, two applications. So I would take the CRM out and put that into one app, and i take the email marketing side of things and put that into another app. And overall, it would save me about £100 a month, which is quite a significant save. Where doesn't sound like much, actually. I mean, it depends on the size of your business and things like that. But if you extrapolate that out over the course of a year, well, all of a sudden, £100 a month becomes £1,200 a year. Then, if you go and find that in another couple of places, so other softwares and subscriptions, memberships that you signed up to that you're no longer using. So, for example, I found another one that was probably about fifty pounds a month. That I'm kind of using, but I could find, I could do it in another way if I wanted to, if I, you know, if I was creative. And so, 150 pounds a month. Now we're up to 1,800 pounds a year's worth of savings within the business. But if you go by the the, the law of what I just said there, of every pound saved means that you can reduce your income. Your earnings, like your your, t- your revenue, your turnover, whatever you want to call it, by a factor of two or three. Well, all of a sudden, I've saved myself three thousand six hundred pounds, or potentially even more than that. You know, close to five thousand pounds off the top line that I no longer have to find. Now, for those who are familiar with Fearless Business and the Accelerator, which I run, which is the group program, that's it's about a similar sort of equivalent price. So, all of a sudden, I make two savings within my business, two bits of software. And yes, there's some logistics around, you know, moving the data across and all that sort of stuff. That's probably a conversation for another day, opportunity cost. Um, but but ultimately what it's meant is that I now need one fewer clients a year. So my marketing has to doesn't have to work quite as hard for me, which means now I don't have to spend as much money on marketing to acquire that next client because... Typically, what that extra client means is I've probably got to have three to five consultations to enroll that client. So there's time associated with that and a cost. I've probably got to maybe start conversations with, I don't know, 35, 40 people in order to nurture three to five people through into those consultations. So you start to see there's an overwhelming amount of effort which has to go into enrolling clients, so if you can save yourself and I say the thing it's like ultimately I would love to keep, like get that extra client and probably inevitably I will end up doing that anyway this year. But it's nice to be in a position whereby you don't have to go out and find that extra client. So anywhere that you can save money within your business um you know makes a makes a huge huge difference. And I, I, I kind of laughed at myself when I had this um, piece of, you know, this a bit of enlightenment because for a very long time, especially pre-COVID, I was saying to people, don't focus on savings. It's playing not to lose as a playing as opposed to playing for, to win and all sorts of things like that. You know, oh, it's the accountant's favorite saving money because of yada, yada, yada. And I used to take the uh, piss a little bit out of people who were just scratching around trying to save as much money as they can do. But the reality is, if I were to have a grown-up conversation with myself, especially when it comes to business, I would be now saying to myself, actually, a sensible thing to do, because it's about it's about widening the gap between revenue and cost, because that's what creates profits, okay? That's the grown-up conversation that you need to have with yourself. And so we do need to look at both ends of the spectrum. We do need to be making more money, but we do also need to be reducing overheads, as best as we can wherever we can and quite often expenses within a business they're creeping they gradually grow and they gradually grow and gradually grow and what so I'll I'll share a a personal story with you about what's happened to my business over the last couple of years because it might just help to one explain why I'm having this conversation now with myself on this podcast or with you guys as well listening hopefully um but also and um, why, why it's like hyper, so, so to make it hyper relevant to your businesses as well. So one of the things which I realized over time was that um, as I earned more money and I, I had a really spectacular year in 2020. So the year that COVID hit, uh, everybody was panicking, you know, left, right and center. And actually I had, a, I had a brilliant year. I think we enrolled something like 44 clients into the group program throughout the year. They were all getting great results as well throughout that. We had a fantastic community um, building, you know, it's, it was awesome. Brilliant year, but what happened during that year was as my income grew, I then thought, right now I can scale. I can go and hire somebody to, and I and I and I did. I hired a, um, a marketing assistant to help out with all my social media and video and blogs and all that sort of stuff. £25,000 a year, that was costing me, £24,000 a year, plus all of the time to manage that person. And then I bought bits of software that I thought were going to help me you know, grow and scale my business. And I spent money on, on shiny things and a bit of marketing and a coach and myself and all sorts of things like that. I've always had coaches, by the way, just to make that clear. I, I, you know. But the thing is, then uh, things haven't been dire, don't get me wrong, in 2021, 2022, and going into this year, you know, I've still had good revenue in those years. But what happened was my revenue dropped. It went from about 180K in uh 2020, COVID year, and it only dropped down to about 145. So 35k off. But the thing is, my expenses, my overhead stayed the same. So all of a sudden, my profitability just got massively eroded and I wasn't paying attention as much as I should have done to my costs, my expense in the business. Now part of the challenge around that is that some of those costs that I'd um, subscribed myself to were unfortunately relatively long-term commitments. We're talking 12 to 24 months in some cases, and not many things. Just, um, for example, I was very transparent with this on another episode of the podcast. I spent $15,000 on a domain uh, for Course App, which is an app which I'm building, which is kind of built, but it's, it's not really growing as fast as I want it to. But that I chose to pay for that domain over the course of um, 24 months. So I'm making monthly installments. And I realised that 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 you know that again screwed by the dollar versus the pound, unfortunately. But I realised that's costing me five hundred plus pounds and at 1. pounds a month when the dollar was really strong against the pound. Six hundred pounds a month. Multiply that out by it. That's six grand a year. Now all of a sudden that we're talking there. I've got to find three clients just to cover the cost of that one subscription that I've set up for myself. That one cost. And there was a couple of other things, similar sorts of scale of decisions, investments, which I've made in the business. So all of a sudden, I I was at a point where I was like, I've got to go and find 10 clients just to cover those extra overheads. And it was just driving me up the wall. I lost so much stress and energy and worry thinking about all of that sort of stuff. And um it, it in the long the, the long and the short of it was, you know, those investments were worthwhile. I don't begrudge making those investments. I wish I'd just done it with a bit more awareness around the impact it would have on how hard I would have to work throughout the year. Uh for personal reasons, you know, um I, I've struggled energy-wise over the last sort of t- couple of years. Um COVID, the COVID year took a lot out of me. Whilst it's a good year business-wise, I have a young family, and so you know, responsibilities and yada yada, I was just exhausted. So actually, I didn't need to be working harder. I needed to be working slightly less hard so that I could just focus on getting myself back to a place where I'm feeling vital and healthy and uh, energised again, which is I'm just about there now. Um, So these decisions you make in your business, when you're about to buy something, really, really, really think hard about the impact, the long-term impact it's going to have on your business, It is so easy to sign up to shiny marketing things for several thousand pounds. And inevitably, I'm not going to beat about the bush here. Inevitably, those shiny marketing things don't really have the results that the person is promising you. They might have worked for one or two people. They don't work for everybody. Maybe this is a a thing for another episode. Um, Just think twice about not just the immediate consequences of parting with that money, Um, But if you're then signing up to it as a subscription on a subscription or membership basis where you're paying for it monthly, it has an ongoing impact on your profitability in your business. It is going to mean that you're going to have to work harder to recover that money. There will be some shiny marketing things which work, you know, ultimately and get you a return on investment. But if it's not at the scale, the level which you need them to, to, to pay down that debt, which is effectively what you're taking on then you're going to be screwing yourself over in your business. Okay, What people really struggle with is they can generally see the the immediate consequence. Well, I'll pay some money for this and I'll get that. But what they don't see is the second and third order consequences of those decisions that typically happen three, six, 12 months or even two years down the line. Because your business fluctuates, your income fluctuates, your costs fluctuate, you fluctuate in terms of your energy levels and what you're capable of and your capacity and your products and services, they all fluctuate. So think very carefully about any investment decision you're about to make and think of the second and third order consequences that might happen in 12 months time. I'm generally, I'm pretty positive, but actually, you know, a good question to ask is, well, what if in 12 months time, this hasn't worked out? What am I still going to be tied into cost-wise in my business? And can I afford to pay for that thing for the long term? So there's there's a question for you to ponder. What, what do you do about it though? If you end up in this place whereby you've 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 taken on too much um expense in your business and you are struggling a little bit. Uh, I came up with the philosophy as, well, there's some short-term stuff that I could do. I mentioned one option earlier on, which was, well, I'll review the software I'm subscribed to and I'll go and see if I can save 50 quid, 100 quid a month, 200 quid a month, wherever I can. But also I figured that, um, for example, with the course app domain, I was like, I've just got to be like properly like, you know, gung ho with this. I need to get that debt off my books as quickly as I possibly can. So what I've been doing is rather than just allow the payments to go out each and every month, because I'm beholden to that until August this year, I've decided that I'm just going to any profit I make in a business, I'm just going to smash into paying down that debt as quickly as I possibly can do. And that's going to probably happen in the next two or three months. So rather than waiting until August to be free of that um, that debt, it's probably going to be more likely the end of April, I think I will have paid that off in its entirety. So that means that now, I'm think if you think second, third order consequences, so I've got another couple of months' worth of hardship, work hard, pay it down, job done. But that means that if I'm paid down by April, I'll have May, June, July, and August, those four months which I would have been paying it and worrying about it and having to enroll clients to cover the cost of it, which I'll have got a little bit of my life back, a little bit of my uh, – there'll be a, a little worry, a little fluffy worry, wandering off into the distance at the end of April because I no longer have to worry about that cost. And there's actually two or three other areas where um, other other things which I've signed up to, which will also be coming to a close between sort of April and June. And I'll be back to ground zero with my business. I'll be back to a point where my goal is to get to a point whereby I've got a a six-figure coaching income coming in. I don't need to scale. I don't need a team or any of those responsibilities. I don't want them. Again, that's probably a conversation for another podcast episode. But I want to get back to the point where I've got a six-figure income And my expenses are around about a thousand pounds a month, all in for all of my, my, my subscriptions, memberships, my marketing and advertising, my printing, my copies of my book and various, my cost of sales, anything like that. I want it to be like down to the barest minimum that I possibly can do, because then that leaves me the biggest gap between my revenue and my costs, which I can then pay myself with. And you know, there's a whole philosophy, which uh, a philosophy around um, profit first, which is a great book if you want to um, uh, go and um, check that out. If you want to understand about how to manage your money a bit better, there's this notion of paying yourself first. Um, you know, yes, obviously set aside your, your tax, your corporation tax, VAT, and things like that. A little bit of a kitty, so you've got a rainy day fund but ultimately you want to be running a profitable business. If there's not enough money in the business to pay yourself, it's, it, you can't you're just going to be full of worry and stress all the time. It's not worth it. Don't do that to yourself. So strip all of the expenses out of your business wherever you can do. It means then that there's less worry about you don't need as many clients, but if you do get those clients in, bingo, bonanza, bonus, like it's awesome because all of a sudden you've just created this enormous bandwidth between like your money coming in and your money going out. And that is all your money to keep. Well, not all of it. A lot of it will probably go to the tax ban. But ultimately, a majority of that then is your money to keep and reinvest into the business, build up a savings kitty for a rainy day fund in case the business does take a bit of a nosedive and all sorts of fun stuff like that. Listen, folks, um, if you've enjoyed this episode, um, please do go and drop me a review on iTunes. It does help other people to find um, the the Fearless Business podcast when they go searching for podcasts in the marketing category. I can't remember which other categories I'm in. Uh, Bizarrely, we did get up into the top 10 um, podcasts in the marketing category in New Zealand recently. So hello to all of the New Zealanders out there tuning in and listening to the podcast um uh it's it's awesome to have you around the other side of the world listening in. And folks, by the way, if you want to know more about Fearless Business and what we get up to here, you can uh, request a free signed copy of my book, Take Your Shot, which explains some of the core principles of Fearless Business um, and what we get up to. You can get that by going to fearless.biz forward slash T-Y-S. That's for Take Your Shot, T-Y-S, all lowercase. Um, And I will happily send you a signed copy of Take Your Shot in the post wherever you are in the world, except for South Africa, because the post generally doesn't make it through to people in South Africa, unfortunately. But you can get the PDF if you're in South Africa. Awesome. Uh, Take care, folks. Save some of those costs. Reduce your expenses. Make some more money. And I'll see you for the next episode of the podcast.